Welcome to this episode of A Heart is a Muscle podcast. We got Jordan and Joseph here bringing in the heat today. Joseph, what are we going to talk about? Thank you for that beautiful introduction. Uh, today, we're going to talk about something fun and crazy that just happened today. We're going to, the theme of this one is self-discovery. Psychedelics. Yes, psychedelics <laughs> and self-discovery through psychedelics. And Jordan James had an experience today that she's going to tell us all about. And hang around to the end of this one because we have some very, very healing messages at the very end. Yep, some we bombs want to you, drop. So we want you all to experience that. So buckle up. Buckle up. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Yay, it's another week. Of Jordan and Joseph in the house. Jordan and Joseph. We're in this here house. <laughs> <laughs> We're in this here house. <laughs> yeah. Coming to you live from our tiny apartment. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which, I don't know how much longer we're going to be here. Yeah, it's New Year. It's, uh, spark it's coming in hot. It's already here hot. Yeah. It's on fire. It's already on fire, especially yeah. for Jordan James. Hey. Hey. Um, but yeah, this this little space we're in here, this launching pad. This has been our launching pad for the past two years. It's literally like a 500 square foot studio. and It's a little bit more than that. but A little bit more? Yeah. Oh, Anyways, nice. but it's teeny. So it's a luxurious studio. It is quite luxurious. It, I mean, I've really enjoyed it. I here. really have too, but it's time. It is time, and it is time for everyone to enjoy another episode of the Heart is a Muscle podcast. Oh, great transition, baby. That's I so know. Smooth. That's so smooth. And uh, we were going through our list of what we wanted to talk about, and there was a few things we were like, wow, what what, what are we even going to talk about that? And <laughs> I then, think we put those on the list when we were high. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, write that down, man. <laughs> <laughs> I've been real explicit lately yeah. about writing things down for the podcast because we get inspiration at random times but this one what we're going to talk about today speaking of getting high speaking of getting high popped up because uh jordan had a great experience i don't even know what this story is going to be yet everyone so it is unfolding live in front of you oh wow oh okay yeah so don't mess this up jordan <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> but the uh, topic that we want to talk about is something that is pretty dear to my heart, pretty dear to your heart, mm-hmm. I think, um, and I think will be a future state of mental health, th- mental therapy, um, and the what we're kind of seeing this is self-discovery. Totally. And that is, what's the topic is psychedelics. psychedelics. Dun, dun, dun. Just to be real explicit about that. Yeah. And this, the purpose of this one, so that we're clear, is not to promote irresponsible use of dangerous substances or anything like that. 100%. Um, don't do so that. So don't do that. Um, make sure your whatever you put in your body is something that you want and is good for you. This is, I don't know, we'll probably give a little bit of a rundown. This is probably going to be a multiple episode one because, man, we we got so much to talk about. We're so uh. chatty. We're so chatty. I've never been called chatty before, but uh, you know what? I, I don't think I have either, but. <laughs> You're chattier than I am. I love to chat. Yeah. I love the sound of my own voice. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I really love. <laughs> I but mean, yeah. you got some good shit to say, so. I'm working on it. But yeah, psychedelics for me um, have been a big game changer in 
kind of breaking down some walls that may have existed oh. I didn't know about. And what about you, Jordan? How, how have they played a role in your life? Um, they have made new connections in my brain that weren't there before. I feel like when I, especially psilocybin, and also like we haven't done a lot of different kinds of psychedelics, by the way, but um, mostly psilocybin. I would say the three that... Marijuana. Yeah. Psilocybin, marijuana, and... Acid. Acid. Um, whatever the hell the chemical name for that is. Uh, LSD. LSD. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So our main point of reflection here is going to be experiences with psilocybin. Yeah. Um, and if you're not familiar with what that is, that's mushrooms. Magic mushrooms. Magic mushrooms. Ooh. And... There's definitely a lot more interest uh, in the last, I don't know, decade or so about psilocybin and its effects for psychotherapy and the more medicinal uses and all that kind of stuff. Because apparently, I'm paraphrasing all of this, back in the late 40s, early 50s, there was a lot of interest in this as a therapeutic medicine. Mm -hmm. And then the hippie movement came and... Um, Uncle Sam was like, nah, uh, we're going to so, actually have a war against this. Yeah. Now. And so, you know, this is very brief paraphrase, but that research was basically kind of blacklisted. And so it stopped. Now, fast forward to today when we realized that the war on drugs was a big false phony, you know, stupid thing that caused more pain and damage and hurt than it did in anything else. People are looking back at these other medicines that are have a lot of traditional history around them could even be evolutional history if you want to believe some people and uh giving them another try yep yeah yeah and i have a feeling they're going to discover like everything that the indigenous peoples have known for thousands and thousands of years yeah <laughs> And so if you're wondering, hey, wait a minute, I thought this was a relationship podcast. Why in the fuck are you talking about mushrooms? You're probably right. Because this one is really a more <laughs> reflective re relationship with yourself. Um, because, well, it is fun, something fun that you can experience together with somebody. And is highly recommended. We'll get into all that. But the experience you have, or at least that I've had with psychedelics, is a very... Um, broadening of horizons and perspectives, mm -hmm. to put lightly. So Jordan James had an experience like that today. Would you like to tell us about it? Oh, well, yeah. Okay. I, I do not feel prepared because I didn't realize you wanted me to talk about that. Um, or you can talk about whatever you want, but... <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. It kind of... It's just talking about like what... what. So I went into the woods and did a hike and I microdosed. So just to give you context... So, yeah, do you want me to talk about, like, how that was? Yeah, yeah tell us about your experience and, like, Man. You, you're the one with the, the brilliant language to describe this thing. So, just tell us some poetry oh, real quick. Oh, wow, thanks. Well, when I take psilocybin, I feel more like me than I've ever felt. Like, I feel like, oh, this is, like, I don't know, whatever world that takes me to, it's like a, it, it, takes me to this place in my inner world. I'm like, yeah, this is where I spend, a l I've spent a lot of time. 
already just on my own kind of sober like this is just how my mind kind of works so it's super cool to take psilocybin and just be like oh my god this is me like I feel like I can listen to myself and my part so much more clearly like I was just if people would have saw me today they would have thought I was a crazy lady because I'm like (laughs) cracking myself up I'm like laughing with my parts and like bringing different parts forward and like just appreciating them and noticing when different parts pop up and stuff and I've got the whole nothing and no one thing going on when I do shrooms sometimes. Oh, wow. Have we talked about what that means? No, I don't think we have. So right. I can talk about that too. We'll get to that. Yeah. Um, that's actually part of part of like my story today. I kind of was oh, dipping nice. into that. Um, and yeah, I, I just experienced nature so much differently. And I'm I, whenever I go on a hike and I microdose, I'm like always stopping and crouching like weirdly on the side of the (laughs) side of the trail like typing in my notes like everything that is like coming forward Uh, everything i'm seeing and learning and stuff (laughs) i am i was like i feel like a i'm i'm like taking field notes or something (laughs) (laughs) exactly yeah exactly what you're doing yeah oh yeah totally um and so there was like a couple of different parts of, of my experience today. One of them was really fucking cool. It, it, it has been, there's this part of the path that, um, I just walk, I've walked over and over and over and over again. And every fucking time I do it, it just teaches me something new. Wow. And this is, we live here in Portland and we're lucky enough to be close to, um, uh, forest park yeah forest park which is this kind of crazy network of trails up in the hills north of portland yeah um you can just go and go and go and hike yeah, and hike, and hike up there what there's, did they say there's like 26 or 20 some miles worth of trails up there well i think wildwood is like the main one from top to bottom is like 30 miles in itself yeah and then there's a bunch of different side trails from that too so yeah. I, I think it was like something around 70 total miles up there yeah so we're really lucky here to have just this like forest domain that yeah. you can go and explore mm-hmm. um and you really utilize it with psychedelics because one thing i've always noticed and i think you you uh see this as well is that being in nature is a real forgive the pun natural state <laughs> yeah. of being in psychedelics mm-hmm. being totally. with psychedelics yeah and sometimes it's fun to take it like inside and stuff but the more that i've taken it the more it's like yeah just like it doesn't reach its full potential unless i'm outside mm-hmm. in nature yeah yeah well tell us what uh what did you scribble down in your your field notes yeah um, what did jordan the explorer <laughs> find out today yeah well and actually that's a really good segue because um at one point i was like writing all this shit down and then a part came in hard that was like you're being a fucking child like you're going you're going so far out of reality like you're crazy like like you think that you're actually discovering something new and like you're like it was like shaming me so hard wow. about that yeah and um so yeah that was that was like the second half of my trip talking with that part which ended up being really 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 cool 
So stay tuned for that, everyone. Yeah, oh I have my. two cool things about my trip. Um, so do you want me to tell you about the path? Just tell us whatever comes. Okay, so this isn't this isn't even really a teaching about like psychedelics. This is just something I learned on psychedelics. So yeah, is that so fine? Of course. Yeah. All right. Um, okay, so this path is so. Oh my god. Okay, so you turn a corner and then there's like this big valley, but it's in the woods. So like it's there's ferns and like fallen trees and like big trees and you know everywhere. And if you look across the valley, you see the path, but like, there's no, you, you, there's no, you can't see how your path connects to that path. Mm. Do you remember that part of the trail? It was like the very first time we were also high on mushrooms when we walked it the very (laughs) first time, but I remember getting to it and just being like, oh my God, like we are going to get over there. How are we going to get over there? Like, that's crazy. I do not like there's, you can't even see how the trail. Is this like deep in, in the trails? Um, yeah. 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 There's a lots of places that could be what you're describing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a, I, I took some pictures. It's like, Oh, awesome. It's like a, I don't know. Yeah. It's my favorite part of it's like Forest a fairy Park. wonderland in there sometimes. Hey, oh my God. It totally is. Especially yeah. on mushrooms. <laughs> 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 I like find myself when I'm on psilocybin. I just like put my palm up to a tree and just like stare at the bark for a little bit. <laughs> Man. Yeah. You can, I don't know if this is an actual thing or if this is just a felt thing, but sometimes you can really feel connection with, what seems like an inanimate object, like a tree or the pathway or a rock or something right? like that. You can feel its energy field almost or something Totally. Like oh my God, that's so true. And like this may sound like a bunch of hocus pocus, but that's what makes it magical is it might be hocus pocus or it might be something really profound. Uh-huh, yeah. And you think about it like the mycelium and stuff that grow in the ground are connected to literally everything. Yeah. I mean, if you want to go all Paul Stamets on this, you could talk about how mushrooms in the fungus kingdom is like the brain, the synapses of like the earth and all this kind of stuff. So, Oh my God. I love that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, mushrooms are magical things. There's the reason why they're called mushroom or magic mushrooms. Yep. Anyways, let's get back to your story because this is fascinating. Oh, why thank you. Um, So, yeah, you come to this, like, the edge of the trail. There's a big valley that you have. It's, like, pretty deep. And but but if you look straight across, you can see the trail where where like you're headed. But you cannot see how those two trails connect. And actually, um, like, on on my side of the trail, like, it actually, the trail, like, just curves right away. It goes to the left. So, it's, like... I ha- I can see 10 feet in front of me, but then I can't like, yeah, I disappear right after that. Yeah. Um, and it actually like, so like if I'm, I don't know how to describe this. <laughs> um, and maybe you can like help me make this more clear. But so like if I'm stopped in the trail and I turn to my right and I see like the Valley and I see the other trail, but if I like, but the tr- like the actual path leads to the left, like it leads straight. Yeah, let me see if I can paint this a little bit. So, in 
uh, Forest Park, there's like a series of valleys that kind of run down to the main ground in Portland. And a lot of the trails kind of scissor around these valleys. So you'll come to these corners where you turn a corner on one of those valleys and the valley will be off to one side and the hill will be on your other side mm-hmm. and around the hill will be the path and you kind of follow this around these you know descending hills and there's like man there's so many places i can think of that you're describing where i'm like oh, it could be this place could be that place but no there's one place in particular oh, that's oh, like oh, super duper oh shoot like this okay. yeah you're right like there are other places like it but this is like the big one yeah it's like a big valley in between. All right. So you're you're on this precipice where to your right, the luscious valley below yeah. and spacious nothingness. Mm-hmm. To your left, the path continues and ahead of you, the path yet traveled. Yes. you know you'll get to. Yeah. And it like the path yet traveled, like the path ahead of me, I can see 10 feet and then it curves to the left it curves to the opposite side of like where i think so we you're should in be like going topsy turvy land right now yeah <laughs> um and i always stop there because and i always like look to the other side and i imagine my future self walking over there and like this is like where my mind goes a lot is how often do we find ourselves in these sorts of situations in life where we see where we want to go and like, but we see our, our path that we're on and we're like, how the fuck do we get over there? Mm-hmm. Or you see your path going in a totally wrong direction. Right? Yeah. Our, it's like, mm, shouldn't the path go this way? Like you're leading me like totally a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like this is what I thought about today was like the masculine and the feminine and the masculine sees that and he's like, all right, fucking start hacking away. Like I could get over to the other side by like hacking down the valley and through all the ferns and through all like the brambles and shit and like get over to the other side that way. Like, I feel like, yeah, I could do that. Mm -hmm. And like to the logical mind, that would make a lot of sense because like, that's where I want to go. I'm right here. Let's like draw a straight line and fucking grind ourselves to get to the other side. Right. Um, And that's like so often what I've tried to do in my life Mm -hmm. is just like try to make a plan based on what I see. But I feel like with this new feminine understanding inside of me, like that's my masculine parts. That's not shooting on the masculine. Like that's also inside of me. That's what my masculine parts try to do. But like, um, my, there's this feminine knowing of like, just follow the path, like trust the path. Like trust the, the like meandering, trust the path of your own cycles and like actually what has to happen in order for me to get from where I am to the other side, I have to disappear. Like literally I have to walk the path that, that like I can't see right now. I have to disappear like multiple times, disappear from view in order to like become the person who's walking on the other side all right man so the how did the the psilocybin jump in on this to play a part in this well conversation? I, um 
like i feel like this psilocybin was teaching me this because all it was there was just like the path and the path over there and it's like the psilocybin always like makes me stop and like pay attention to this part Mm -hmm. because it's always inviting me into like the question of where am i trying to hack my way to and like what is the close-in path that i should be following or trusting and shit's the wrong word but like what is my close-in path that i'm avoiding and like where can i trust more yeah yeah so that's why i was saying it wasn't really like mushy related but it was that was like something that i i learned on the mushies nice and and i wrote something down when i went to the other side i realized um what did I say? I said, and sometimes when I get to the, oh, to the thriving side, like that was something that was also how I thought of like the side I started on was surviving and thriving was way over there. Nice. Yeah. And so it's like, yeah, it was like kind of symbolic of the journey from surviving to thriving. So I said, and sometimes when I get to the thriving side, I stop and wave at my past self standing there looking at me, wondering how she'll ever become me. So sometimes I actually do that yeah (laughs) yeah um but then that this time i was like and sometimes i'm so enjoying myself and my new thoughts that it's like my survival mode self has already been carried with me and alchemized into who i am now and she's not even back there anymore like i'm still her just different now something new Mm -hmm. it's like ooh. so it's like insights like that that i get when i microdose on psilocybin nice yeah wow um so how does that, <clears throat> what are you going to do with that message? I'm going to share it with the world. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I took like so a, 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 a voice <laughs> recording. <laughs> I know. I was talking to my documenter part. Oh, and actually, even when I got home, I was kind of still coming down and I was talking with like, I have this part that as I'm experiencing things really wants to like figure out how we're going to document this and yeah. like share it with other people. Oh, so great. Yeah, and and sometimes I have to like tell that part like okay, this is this is for just for us. This is just for us to experience right now. And he has to be like, okay, yeah, cuz it's it is like a it's a really masculine part of me. And sometimes he has a really hard time like he's watching the shit that happens inside of me and especially in feminine spaces inside of me. And it, he was telling me today in the shower that it it's like he is on a wildlife safari or something and he's like okay i understand what's happening but i have no idea how i'm gonna put this into words <laughs> majesty is too beautiful yeah kind of he's like i don't i kind of understand like this whole feminine process that's happening right now but it's like man this is gonna be hard to communicate well here we are yeah here we are Mike's on part. Let her let her rip. Yeah. Well, this is him doing his best, I <laughs> guess. Uh, great job, Bart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're doing a super job. Yeah. Cool. So, what else did you discover? Um, the other thing I discovered was when that part came in really hard. Oh shit. Yeah. yeah, because I started. I um, I we were getting kind of bored. Um, we meeting me and my parts and um. Yeah, when I'm on psilocybin, I notice my parts way more. It's just, like, so much more clear. Mm-hmm. It's really clear. Um, yeah, there's... I, I have the same experience where it seems to be this, like, quieting of noise. 
and this like attenuation of like the voice of a part that really kind of it, it like rings truer when you're just like yeah i yeah tell me more part right yeah a hundred percent hundred percent psilocybin helps me like just become like more aware and also just helps me be more in self energy somehow Mm -hmm. it's like interacting with people especially when i'm microdosing interacting with people is easy it's not scary there's no anxiety or anything it's like whoa yeah yeah that's i think we have a very similar experience because yeah it's it can be a really calming experience where you just like, like I was talking about talk, you know, connecting with like the trees and the rocks, which sounds real bogus, but like you just feel this natural connection to like kind of whatever comes into your radar. So when Mm -hmm. you hold a conversation with somebody, you just are naturally like magnetically connected to them. Totally. Yeah. I feel like I'm so much more present yeah and like i can really connect totally yeah that's a great way to put it is connected to them yeah um so this part came in hot and heavy yeah really shaming me for because i felt like oh oh man i was i was on to something kind of because i started oh yeah we were getting kind of bored and then um i was like oh we can practice like becoming nothing and no one and my parts are like, oh, yay, we love nothing and no one time. They're like, oh, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> um, and just a quick rundown on nothing and no one. Oh, God, how do I even describe this? Like, it's almost like I, I tap into this space within myself where I am just a pure observer of everything. Like, it's kind of like my whole story. I forget who I am. No, I mean, not not that's really dramatic, but like, I just stop. I just put down all the weight of my identity or something yeah and i just become this observer of life um and i yeah it feels like i'm nothing and no one like i just become nobody at all because it's like my parts my parts all get really quiet or something they just kind of all step back and i just become this like super it's just a super interesting experience and i was noticing today like as I was getting myself into that space, which, and that's a space that I can really only get to when I'm on psilocybin or like really think about when I'm on psilocybin. Actually, that's not true. Now you do that kind of randomly sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I do that randomly, but, um, psilocybin really helped me like access that space or become aware of it. Um, and I was noticing, I got myself in that space and then like nature fucking came alive like I oh, could wow. see the trees and it was like that they could see me. It was, it was just like, I, it's a whole other way of existing. It's like, it feels like a whole other like shadow reality that I start walking through, but it's not, it's not shadow in like the dark sense. It's just like, yeah, I don't know. Like the, the a veil becomes lifted mm-hmm. or something. It's like the secret thing yeah a secret presence of nature yeah so i was like i was like oh i was learning things i was documenting (laughs) it down yeah what up nature (laughs) um and then that's when a part came in really hard Mm -hmm. and i was just like whoa okay like this is not the first time that i've been that i've shamed myself for being 
too childlike maybe or being too joyful or in my joy. And um, so I just kind of like felt it in my body a little bit. And um, I forget exactly how it happened. But once I started feeling it, I was like, oh, this is this is like actually a part that's carrying a lot of burdens of, of my society and of like how I'm allowed to exist and what I'm allowed to share with other people. And like it, this part is like holding the burdens of society to like, keep me in line to keep me not from like getting too far outside the box or like Mm -hmm. doing something too innovative or, you know, whatever. And so I was like, oh my God, that makes so much sense. So this part stopped being scary and it, and I started to just genuinely get really curious about it. And um, it kept giving me images of it, of like a, a hermit crab and like the society, <laughs> but like a big hermit <laughs> crab. Um, but, and like the shell that it was carrying was like the, all the burdens. It was like a conglomeration of all the burdens of society about like, what I'm allowed to do and what I'm not allowed to do and how I'm allowed wow. to be and how I'm allowed to think and how much joy I'm allowed to have, how innocent I'm allowed to be mm-hmm. in the world. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, Oh man, you're carrying some heavy shit, aren't you? And she was like, yeah, I am. But also like, I don't feel safe to let it go. And it's my home. Oh my God. Exactly. So I didn't, I didn't really understand that part of it because I was like, what are you afraid will happen if we become nothing and no one? Like, what are you afraid what will happen if we keep doing this? And she couldn't really like answer that question because she's like, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, I've done this enough that I'm not like afraid something bad is going to happen necessarily. And all of this is like without words and speaking like somatic like emotional parts language but um then as as I kind of was feeling it out yeah she was like I'll leave I'll leave my home it's like the fear of leaving home or like the grief of leaving what was her home yeah this shell she has grown through all these restrictions is all she knows yeah exactly and so I was like, oh man, oh my God, that makes so much sense. That makes so much sense. Like I was really just validating her. Um, pro- honestly, probably out loud. <laughs> I don't know. I, was just, I don't People really walking know. their dog are yeah. like, wow, she knows something. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, but, oh, oh, and I wrote, I wrote something down. Actually, when this part first came in. I wrote down because I noticed it and I was like, I have a part telling me I'm fucking crazy and like a child who is living in a fantasy, which probably means I'm onto something. Let's discover what the children know that we don't. I was like, oh, yeah. The children, huh? Yeah. Children of the like, forest. Yeah, children of the forest, which are the mushies, but also just like a child, a childlike heart. A child just knows so much shit. Mm-hmm. It's just not corrupted in the way that we are. It's not carrying the same amount of burdens. It just like shows up more free. That's like what whatever Jesus said about like the children. He says something about the children. <laughs> the children, you know. <laughs> the children, yeah. <laughs> children, am I What's right? up with these kids today? 
<laughs> yeah, I think that's that's verbatim. Yeah. <laughs> um. We kind of sometimes mushies kind of represent themselves as kind of like little little mischievous children too. Totally. Yeah. But Do you get that? I yeah I see them sometimes when they are playful in the sense of like how you experience them yeah they they feel like little fairies or little spirits or little uh-huh. little gnome people like uh-huh. all of your typical weird cliches you would associate with mushrooms you're kind of like I get it now yep I, I right. see why people see this because it's kind of what they are uh-huh. <laughs> oh that's so true yeah and like you you kind of never know what you're gonna get. Like you, you yeah. buy the ticket when you take it and then it's just kind of, you got to surrender to whatever the mushies like bring forward for yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Cause anyways, no, um, no, go ahead. I don't even know what I was oh. going to talk about. I was just going to go off on a fucking ramble. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's stay into where you're at with this conversation. So, um, this part, this giant, uh, hermit crab. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so then once I finally understood that she's afraid to leave her home, I was like, oh, man, oh, man, I totally get it. Because we were talking before, she's like, yeah, I don't want to leave. I don't want to, like, let my shell down. Like, I know these are burdens, but I don't want to let it down yet. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, yeah, you don't have to. And then when I realized, oh, my God, yeah, that was her home, I was like, fuck, fuck, I see you. I, like, I see the weight of what you're carrying And it was a huge moment for me because those burdens, the weight of those burdens come on so strong and sharp and like really scary and overwhelming. Like, but the actual part that was holding those burdens is very reasonable and like really precious actually. Um, so it was kind of cool to like see the part behind the burden that came on so strong. It's like the the shame of it was like the burdens that she was carrying. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh man. But then the more that I validated her, she was like, "Okay, yeah, I can. I'm gonna let the shell down now." I'm like, "Well, okay, you wanna let it down now? Sure, that's fine." Like wow. that. That was a lot of my parts of like, like the more I give them permission to like not have to do anything or not have to change, and I just really validate them, then all of a sudden they're like, "Okay, yeah, I can do that." <laughs> <laughs> um and so like we i kind of in my mind's eye we were also in in a forest and yeah she let it down and um we we weren't quite sure like what to do about it i guess like i was she still like a crab or yeah so she wanted to stay a crab a hermit crab i kept saying like yeah you want to be a crab she's like hermit crab hermit crab get it right yeah she like kept (laughs) being really explicit about it yeah so i think um (laughs) there i need to look up hermit crabs and like what they represent oh yeah i mean i was just thinking like usually hermit crabs they do uh kind of molt their shell because they grow out of it yeah and they're really vulnerable because a hermit crab is kind of gangly in the back if i Mm -hmm. remember right like they're kind of tough up front but the part of them that lives up in the shell is kind of not that great. To- yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm surprised that this part was just like, yeah, I'm going to stay a crab. Like I'm expecting you to be like, yeah, but I need to find like a new home. I know. I was expecting that too, but well, okay. So here's, here's actually what happened. So she kind of, she got out of the, the shell and stuff. And we were just kind of, I was just really feeling, I, whenever I found myself like walking too fast or whatever, I would like consciously slow down 
really just feel her in my body, feel what's happening. Sure she could keep up scuttling. Yeah, yeah, see what's happening in like my mind's eye. Yeah, and um, what happened was she she ended up crawling inside my body, and was like. I could, I started getting tingles in my body and stuff and she was crawling inside my body because I guess she's been living outside my body this whole time. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so she was, she was in my body and I was like, oh yeah, hey, hi. Yeah. And she was like, um, so I have this kind of inside joke. It's not really a joke, but with my guides of like all the things that we want to manifest like the money that we want the apartment that we want like all the things all the goals that we have that's called the rainbow um it's like our rainbow and so she was saying like man yeah so if i let go of like that those old rules of of how we get the rainbow like can can we still get the rainbow if i live in here and my in your body And I was, it's just like crazy the shit that comes through my mind when I'm on psilocybin. Like I'm, I feel like I can hear myself way clearer too. Mm -hmm. And it was like, yeah, this is where the rainbow starts, sweetie. Like it starts in here. This is where the whole rainbow lives. Were you seeing this happening from a uh, an outside perspective, of, or were you seeing this from a first person perspective? First person. Nice. Yeah, I was like in my body, feeling like, I yeah, I was like seeing it first person. I mean, I was seeing her, like, be, but through my own eyes, yeah. Um, yeah, and so she came into my body, and then, and then, like, kind of a little bit later in my mind's eye, I saw her again, but she was, like, in the woods again, uh, next to the place where her old shell was, and she was fucking huge. She was so big, and I was like, look at you. Like, look at how fucking huge you are. Like, how did you fit into that tiny-ass shell? I don't know how you fit in there, but like, I'm so happy that like you, you came out so you can see how huge you are, how much space you take up, how powerful you are. And she was like, oh my God, like, you're so right. This a little crab. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, so I kept like, I kept getting distracted and then I'd check back in with her and I was like, so what do you want to do now? Like, and she's like, I don't, I don't want to do anything. I just want to be a hermit crab like do you want to find a new home or anything she's like and this is what she said i i almost started crying she's like i've already found one in you Aww. i was yeah. like oh my god Bart. yeah Aww. you totally have like this is your home now wow, this like body hermit crab part i know <laughs> yeah wow yeah we'll have to look and see mm-hmm. i mean we know that cancer is with the zodiac and all that kind of stuff Oh yeah, Cancer is my uh, ascendant sign. So, well, there you go. But it's a hermit crab. Like she kept wanting to be yeah. so explicit about that. So I don't know. But um, she's proud of who she is. Uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. So um, she's just kind of hanging out and they're doing. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. And is so, she still still scuttling around with you or? Yeah, yeah. She like lives in me now. She's like in my body. Wow. I don't know how, how to describe that. It's kind of a weird thing to describe, but yeah, she's like... That's like any other part that lives inside you. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, she lives like on my chest. Yeah, where in your body do you... Did she like come to lay to rest for like the moment? Like in my, in my chest and solar plexus area. Yeah. Yeah. She was just like kind of snuggled up a little crab in there. Aw, yay. Yeah. Wow. 
What an experience. Yeah, so stuff like that happens every time I microdose. Yeah. Especially when I go out into the woods. Man, great job. That's a proper trip. Thanks. Yeah. Proper experience. Yeah. So what do you so it sounds like you got two kind of big takeaways from this one. You you got introduced to this hermit crab part and we're able to kind of help it grow and let down its burden mm-hmm. this gnarly shell of yeah of false truths and restrictions about totally who, who what kind of crab she could be yeah yeah just fucking unburdened like society's legacy burdens today no big deal it's a really regular day for jordan yeah, james pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> and then what was the uh previous thing you had been talking about oh seeing your future self along the unseen pathway totally yeah pulled along with that yeah so yeah if you're listening to this and you're like wow i wish i could experience that psilocybin may be uh something you should experience totally and if you're thinking this is a bunch of bullshit psilocybin probably should be something you could experience because (laughs) i have found that people don't really have the open spaciousness of of thought to kind of understand these experiences until mm. they've experienced it themselves. Uh-huh. You know that they say yes. that your your first trip is your most like expansive and like mind-bending, mind-expanding trip of them all. Oh wow, really? Hmm. I know. I think my first real psilocybin experience was out in the woods camping and it was <clears throat> I felt like I had gone back in time to a former um, life of mine where I was just this like, I don't know, indigenous person in the woods. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, and I felt so at home, literally being naked in the woods Uh in like the middle of the night with like the sun beaming down, or not the sun, but the the moon beaming down upon me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was cool. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. My first trip was um, with Raven. My, oh, yeah. My shaman. Remember. That's when I had just met you. Yep. Yeah, so I I didn't get into psychedelics until after my divorce. But I feel like things like divorce just kind of like lead you to things like psychedelics. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it was okay. I, I think like what I really realized was like the power of my own mind because all I I journaled and journaled and journaled and like wrote and wrote and wrote and wrote for like 6 hours. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That little documentation part of you was just I like, know, "Oh, it's great." A fucking heyday. <laughs> totally. Yeah. So one of the things we always talk about in relationships with two people is the majesty of being in relationship with yourself and how fruitful that is for the relationship with the other person. Mm -hmm. And this is kind of the other half of kind of a psilocybin experience because microdosing and having like more of a proper trip. trip, They're two kind of different animals because microdosing, um, is kind of like having a cup of coffee. 
It's pretty functional. It's very functional. It's more functional than yeah. weed. Like you definitely need to not just be like, oh, I'm going to take mushrooms and go for a drive. No, that's yeah. that's foolish. But yeah, don't do that. Um, that's very dangerous. So don't do that. But if you're interested in microdosing, you should find like a simple task that you do, like cleaning the house or something like that. Try it and see what it affects. Because for me and a lot of other people that I've known who do microdosing, it kind of gives you almost like an Adderall effect. Oh, wow. Yeah, where it gives you this kind of quieting of the environment and ability to focus. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It it does not help me do that. <laughs> you know, I've heard... No, I believe you, though. Yeah, like, I mean, it's kind of the thing, like, the, the one of the interesting things about psilocybin and most psychedelics is they're really individual as far as the experience totally um and they're also pretty self-regulating 100 percent. you know yeah this is where i i feel like um marijuana i mean mar- marijuana is kind of a, a lighter psychedelic anyways depending on what you have but um marijuana is also really fun yeah. And so it's like easy to kind of get carried away with yeah, it. Yeah, it's not that self-regulating. Right. <laughs> Mushrooms, on the other hand, um, really will let you know when you're taking it too far mm-hmm. or you're doing it in a way that's not helpful. Yeah, it kind of stops being as fun. Yeah, and like your body will kind of let you know. Mm-hmm. Um, like for me, I was kind of experimenting with microdosing for a while to be productive and kind of stay focused. And then after a while, it's just like, no, this is not quite what this is meant for me because I felt like I was kind of starting to abuse it and like not be responsible. Yeah. And like you get those messages of just like, hey, what are you doing? Totally. This is not what I'm here for. Yep. And like there's a part of you coming forward that is out of relationship with what is true with you. Oh, yeah. Incongruent. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think that's kind of the powerful thing that I feel like will be really useful in therapy is that these psychedelics, psilocybin in, in particular, does allow your parts more um, clarity and kind of sovereignty in the sense that like they 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 recognize that they're different parts and they come forward and say something. Uh-huh. And totally. Well, and that's also what they say, what they have found, like maps and stuff, what they've found about um, psychedelics is that they boost the therapeutic relationship. Ooh. Speaking of relationship. Right, exactly. So I think like that's a big thing of what psychedelics has done for me as boosted my relationship with myself. But also when we trip together, it's pretty fun too. Yeah. I, I remember, especially in the early days, we were taking back lifetimes and experiencing dude, cool shit together. Yeah. I think that's for me. I don't know if it is so much anymore. It's been a while since I've really taken mushrooms. Um, But yeah, for me... Man, it it takes me into old past lives, uh-huh. like different turns of the wheel yeah. that have come and gone. And I can literally like lose myself where 
I feel like the memories that are true to me are memories of a different person. And Whoa. Yeah. There was... I don't know Whoa, if, that's I don't, so cool. Yeah, I don't know if this was a mushroom experience we had or whatever, but I remember there was a time we were hanging out and it was dark. I think we were in your old room. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had the Buddha light going. So it kind of put this kind of firelight shadow oh, on everything. Oh, I remember that. And I remember looking at you and you changed into a, an older form of a woman that I had been with in a prehistoric time. Yeah. You know? Oh, I'm getting chills as you're talking about this right now. <laughs> and it was this weird sense of the same loving, dependent relationship, but this like primal understanding of like, we will survive if we stick together. Oh. And like this almost like a precursor to love. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh my God. That's a new thing that I've learned about this story. Yeah. It was intense. Oh my God. That's so cool. It was super intense. It was yeah. almost like a, the ability to speak through just like emotion of like, I, I, words, words can't come to me wow. right now, but I remember that was a hella powerful experience. Yeah. And I'm going to associate that one to mushrooms. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you also had a really awesome mushroom trip when you were hunting. Oh, man. Yes. So this is kind of the, the weird, amazing power of um, mushies in, in particular. So, yeah, the last year when I was out hunting, I was, what was, what was really going on it was kind of more for fun. It was kind of a recreational thing of like, yeah, uh, my, my buddy and I were out way out in the woods, way out in the fucking woods. And we had some downtime. And so we had taken a healthy dose, you know, enough mm-hmm. to get you know a little bit lightness of body, lightness of mind. And um, we were like, okay, it's time to go out hunting. You know, it's getting towards dawn. We've got, uh, not dawn, but... Um, Sunset. Dusk. <laughs> Dusk. Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay, you know, I'm feeling pretty good, back to normal, and uh, yeah, let's go out and do this. So we kind of split up, and I went down into this this uh, kind of valley following this stream in this really green, luscious part of this forest, and the mushrooms came back around and were just <laughs> like, you are on hollowed ground now. And oh like, my God. take a look I'm around. Getting chills again. Yeah. It was such a m- magical experience of being like, yeah, you are in an ancient place. And this place has taken its time to be perfect. <sighs> and you look around at everything that is here, and it is exactly how it intended to be. It didn't know wow. it was going to do that, and it didn't know how long it was going to do that. But this is. This is exactly how it is meant to be. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, oh man, you like this little stream coming along here and all these luscious green trees. And there was, I remember I passed under this gigantic tree, probably at least 10 or 12 feet in diameter that had fallen oh. and created this kind of sky bridge. And I walked under it. Oh, wow. And it was just like, oh man, it was such a powerful connection with nature. 
And a part of me came forward and was just like, what do I need to do to like make make my life what it needs to be? How do I change to 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 bring forth what's true within me? This this part of me just threw this question out into the void in the Damn. middle of this crazy forest. Damn. And the mushies answered back. I don't know if it was specifically them or right. Yeah, it's, it's hard to tell, but I totally understand what you mean. Yeah, this voice answered back, and it was like, "Give the people what they need." Oh, chills again. Yeah, and I was like, "What?" It, it, when it hit me, I was just like, "Okay." I get that. And I was like, how do I do that? And I, I can't remember exactly, but it basically was just like, you'll know what to give the people so that they'll have what they need. Wow. The important thing is to give the people what they need. It was just this, it was this answer that didn't have a direct point. Totally. But like it just washed over me and was just like, holy crap, like, <laughs> what do I do with that? It was like a, a, a question that made perfect sense and no sense at the same time. Oh my God, welcome to the feminine. Yeah, totally. And I remember I had this kind of going on, but also there was this old weird part of me that was just like, all right, I'm tracking what I need to eat here. And I was like, I felt like a super hunter and I was like tracking all the, the signs and looking at for, you know, signs of animals coming through and all this kind of stuff. And I eventually kind of walked up in this weird valley at this intersection of three streams. And I went up there because I kind of followed this little game trail and sat on this log for probably about an hour as the light was fading in this just magical forest. And I remember just sitting there kind of pondering that question and being like, this, this isn't an answer that can be understood in a straight line thing, but I know what this means. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That's how you know the answer is good. Yeah. And there was, yeah, there was this part of me that started just trying to describe things um, through words in my mind and I was like, no, 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 no. Uh-huh. Can't use words. Uh-huh. I need to use poetry. That's the only way I can describe what's going on. So I started, uh-huh. I, I brought up my like David White part <laughs> and was just like, speak to me, David White part. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, there was just all these kind of emotions that came up around moving forward with my life by embracing this kind of knowing that like, I just need to do what is true to me. Excuse me, because that is what people will need. Mm-hmm. Oh, and damn. Yeah. That's powerful. And there was, what else was there? There was this old kind of connection to a time when, yeah, the, there was like this, the understanding of that this forest was this weird hollowed ground where if like I had the opportunity to take an animal, it would be this really, um, this really intimate exchange. A hundred percent. You know? Oh yeah. And like thinking about what that would be. And it was really powerful. It, it, it almost was so powerful where it was just like, I don't think I could do that. Like, 
I don't know if I would be able to do that or if I would if I would get more out of just seeing an animal and letting it like pass by. Oh wow. You know? Yeah. Um and yeah, I kinda tootled around in that valley for a little while. I got lost. <laughs> <laughs> um and then eventually kinda made it back to the road. And by that time I had kind of, you know, metabolized things and I felt pretty much back to normal. Mm-hmm. But man, what a great experience. What a great experience. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Thank yeah. you for sharing that. So yeah. And I can't really say that I've like made that my life's motto or whatever, but that kind of energy and those experiences, you know, they they pack snow onto your perpetual snowball of your life mm-hmm. to... You know, when you want to aim your life in a certain direction, those little bits of snow gain momentum for you. Totally. Yeah. And I feel like every time I take psilocybin, it's like different parts of my brain and my body are connecting with one another. Like to me, it is growing more mycelium in my brain kind of, or it's, it's (laughs) like just like building new neural connections with different parts. Like to me, that's integration. It's like helping me communicate with myself more clearer, more effectively, Um, which has also, I mean, also the whole concept of sweet woman for me was brought about by mushrooms as my, my, I call my body sweet woman. She's like, I, I more and more, I see my body as like this animal companion that I live in. She's like this sweet little like feminine puppy kind of, but also super fucking powerful, but it's not me. I I live in her though. And she's like my companion and we have this like massive bond and like, I love her and she loves me. And it's like, we are stuck with each other, (laughs) but, um, it's like a good kind of stuck. It's like, Oh man. And so just like, being able to think about my body in that way. I don't know if I would have ever got there without mushrooms. God bless them. Yeah. 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 Samesies. Um, and I had a moment today too, where I was, where we were like, Oh, Joseph, we love Joseph. Like he's such, he's our best buddy. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were just thinking about past times that we've tripped together. Just like, yeah, sometimes I just, I can, I feel like I can just really be myself with you. And so mm-hmm. I was really being myself in the mushrooms and stuff. And I was like, Oh, this is so awesome that I can do this with you now. Mm-hmm. And I can be myself with you. And it's like, I was loving on you hard. Aww. Yeah. Thanks, baby. Mm-hmm. That's so sweet. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I receive. Ah, good, baby. Yeah. So, relationship with yourself. If you want to really uh, max that out or take it in a wacky direction, psilocybin is one way of doing it. <laughs> and psychedelics in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that there's other pretty popular ones like ayahuasca dmt Mm -hmm. other things like that yep we have not experienced those but we've heard that they are radically just as good um yeah even there those are fucking powerful yeah the the nice thing about psilocybin is um it's easily dosable 
and um, I would say it's fairly difficult to get yourself into an uncomfortable state by taking too much. It can be done. Mm-hmm. I've had some pretty heavy trips where the mushies are just like, you took too much, so let's sit down for a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you need to chill. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, it's a pretty easy way to get into, uh, expanding your mind mm-hmm. and yep. I'm not going to tell you where to get them, but they're not too far to find. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I, the, the piece that I really want to say about that too is like they, in, in a trip you can really like discover a new piece of the puzzle. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, I didn't know this is mm-hmm. like the possible kind of, or I didn't, oh, I have all this awareness now. Like, oh fuck. Yeah. And so it's one thing to like discover that piece. And it's a, it's another thing to actually put that piece in the puzzle of your life. That's a great, ah, I'm so glad you said that because kind of like what I think we've both alluded to is like you have these great experiences and like that's not really the thing that makes the change no because mushies are kind of like the gatekeepers and the key masters at the same and they get together and unlock this Mm -hmm. experience for you but you have to take that into your conscious life sober life and do something with it and that's where I don't know. What do you do with that? (laughs) Yeah. To me, that's where like making sure you have competent support that can actually help you integrate the things that you learn or Mm -hmm. discover about yourself or the world on mushrooms um, and make them real. Yeah. Like there's definitely the ritual of the shaman or like leader or like support person, you know, being there with someone who's experiencing yeah the, the the mushrooms and they're not yeah um that's a really powerful thing and you know it's just a really comfy thing it is yeah that i mean my first experience with it i i did it with a shaman mm-hmm. somebody that i trusted and i think like when you have somebody there holding a container for you it helps it just helps you feel safer yeah and it helps you like be able to dive deeper but even like i guess what i'm saying too is like even after the trip is over who what kind of support do you have in your life yeah to help you make sense of that to help you actually integrate it and make it real Mm -hmm. to help you continue the conversations with those parts of you that you met yeah so like not that you have to have that but like it that that's the part that goes a long (laughs) way you got us and we're doing our best for you but i 100 percent agree with you i think this is something we both want to advocate is that like you need to find guidance outside of your own head. Oh my God. Yes. Say that again, baby. (laughs) This is something I've come to realize through knowing, uh, Jordan James, the magical, um, mystic that she is. And pick my nose. (laughs) (laughs) Totally natural. Nothing to see here. And by, you know, going out and seeking outside wisdom too, because, we're not meant to figure this out on our own. No. And if you don't have support or haven't had support, fucking um, get some. Do what you can to find some. Yeah. Um because 
a lot of what goes on in life and the emotions we feel and the fear and crazy culture and inputs and all that kind of stuff is too much for us to figure out by ourselves. Psilocybin is a tool to help decouple and de de-lock, unlock some of that stuff. <laughs> but yeah, find a coach, find a, a counselor, find someone who cares, find a really good mm -hmm. friend that you can bullshit with about deep stuff. Mm-hmm. And listen to the Hardest Muscle podcast because we're spitting hot fire about this left and right. So. Yeah, totally. Yeah, so it's like I feel like a a big thing. Like if if psychedelics help you improve your relationship with yourself, like that has also got to be reflected in your relationship with other people. Yeah. Like a big part of healing is learning how to be okay in relationships again, and so like that, like let yourself be supported by other people as you discover more about yourself like that is healing boom boom great ending message jordan yeah 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 hell yeah hell yeah advocate for your needs yep everyone everyone do we it give you permission like yeah you're <laughs> a, you're a, this is something that i was thinking today like Life gets to be this good. All my needs get to be radically met. Yeah. All it, all of your needs get to be radically met. Yeah. You don't you don't have to like I don't know, compromise on that. You you really don't. And there's a lot of deprogramming that comes behind that as well, but let this like little ending message go with you that like, yeah. It's okay for you to feel, it's okay for you to ask for your needs, and it's okay to ask for help. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And like, actually, please do ask for help. Yeah. And so like, yeah, that's kind of the thing is like the mushies aren't the help. The mushies are like the piece of a puzzle, but like you still need to ask for explicit help from another human being. Yeah. Mushies can't save you from that. No. But they try. I mean, they, they like, yeah, I don't know what I, I don't know what else I want to say about that, but well, is there anything else you want to say about, I'm sure we'll talk about the subject again because it's really fun and really fascinating. Yeah. I don't think so. I, I've just like so much of my, my cutting edge brain has like developed from mushies. Yeah. For sure. And yeah. I mean, so yeah, I guess this is what I want to say. Like a lot of the, the new stuff that I've learned, a lot of like the big realizations and stuff that I've had have definitely been in conjunction with mushies, but I would say even more so they've happened because I have gotten myself all the support that I need. Mm -hmm. And it's actually cause I'm in the container of being so supported that I can actually like the mushies can actually do their job and like really go far. Yeah. Yeah, because I've learned how to deal with my parts and stuff. All right. Yeah. Thank okay. you for that final note. Yeah, that's all. That's what I want to say about that. All right, everyone out there, take care of yourself. We we really love you. We do. Yeah. So so much. This is something that we do that's really fun for us, but I don't know. It's also feels really awesome to love all of you guys out there all 12 of you yeah all we, 12 of you just we hope we never get any more than 12 yeah of you. <laughs> i know yeah totally and it's yeah it's like we love doing this but like it would be less fun if it wasn't for you yeah to be here too because <laughs> we definitely want to help everyone 
feel as good as we do. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that should be the tagline of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh shit. Oh shit. It's falling apart. Yeah. I think the mic. I think the mics are telling us yeah. they're tired. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, thank you for being you, Jordan James. Oh, you too, Joseph. All right. We'll talk to you later, everybody. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to the Heart is a Muscle podcast. If you'd like to connect deeper with us, Jordan will tell you how to do that. Hi, this is Jordan. So you can find me on Instagram or Twitter. My handle is at just Jordan James. I spell my name with an I N, so it's J O R D I N. So at just Jordan James on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me on medium.com with my name, Jordan James. That's where all my writing is. I also have an online course that is dedicated to help you become your own best friend because your relationship with yourself changes literally everything else in your life. You can find that course at jordanjames.com slash best hyphen friend. Thank you again for listening and I look forward to connecting with you deeper.